0: hello hello and welcome to another broadcast of on the go with LFHHM. i'm sister ann and we're going to talk today with a couple of panelists that are it's a mini panel today but these are some heavy weights in the lord Just like you, you want to know about what's going on with God and we are on the go and we're learning together. But we're going to testify and share today uh, about Christian accountability and mentorship. We want to encourage people to hang in there and not get discouraged uh, in light of the different issues with Some of these big ministries and ministries in general don't get discouraged when people aren't doing all of what they need to do, when they fall short of the glory of God. And then we're going to talk about some solutions to what the word of God says and what we're to do when that happens, when people fall away. Mm. Welcome, Mm. welcome my brother, Mr. Frank Hollins, and my sister, Sandy Hyatt. Welcome. Good evening. Good evening, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good to have you here, have you guys here. Now, you know, guys, you guys on online, you're welcome to do your comments here, throw your comments in. And, you know, give an amen, a shout out if you want Uh, as well. You're welcome to grab your Bible because we're going to show in the word of God what the word says about accountability and mentorship. We're going straight from the word. Amen. So first thing uh, you guys want to give a short, short testimony. Uh, Now, Sister Sandy, you were with us. Last week, and we were so blessed. <laughs> thank you, your thank testimony you. was, whoa, just great in in that. Look, you have come thank a you. long way in God and, and how you are wonderfully, beautifully ministered to and saved, and to this day, what you're doing in, in ministry with women's ministry, music ministry, uh, your children, just great woman of God, Brother Hollins, Go ahead and give us a short, just a short testimony about where the Lord has brought you from and who you are in him.
1: You know, I'm glad he saved me, but I am overwhelmingly elated. He saved me from me. (laughs) I I, I said in your your testimony last week, and, and it's so much paralleled with mine about the partying at a young age. Could nobody tell me nothing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, back in the day, I think the hippies used to call it sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And that's what I was about. But God. But well, come on. No. But God. Yeah. 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 And, and and listening to you, Sister Sandy, I thought I was the only minister to society.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've all come Thank a God long way. yeah Yeah,
1: a long way i know i've I've shared
0: some things on there you know we can't we can't tell it all all that the lord has done for us and all of where he's brought us from we can't tell it all but Uh what we can say is is who he is and and where he's taken us even yet he says no man snatches us out of his hand huh no man can do it and i'm so glad speaking of snatching out of his hand Huh? Can we can we uh jump out of his hand? Yeah. Yeah, but he he's gonna about, run
1: after. I'm sorry. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he gonna chase Amen. me.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, there's a lot of times that I had put a lot of things in his hand, but I didn't really truly repent mm. because repentance is what really hating what I'm doing. I didn't change my mind about it. I'm turned around and I'm clinging on to Jesus and I'm laying it at the foot of the cross. However, there were times I snatched it back and yeah, I snatched myself out of God's hand.
0: So what I'm hearing is that there are things that we enjoy, people enjoy doing and we're maybe even in bondage to in the world. Yeah. Where I'm going with this is that there have been so there's ministries and not just ministries, we're talking about people, leadership. We're talking about not just big ministries, small ones. just ministry is is just a blessed blessed thing anyway, the church and how so many, not just pastors, but saints, uh, lay members, but pastors how how many uh, of the pastors are have made mistakes or have not fully turned their lives over because things kind of come to light. They kind of come to light in that, okay, well, if I really am saved, and you know, been saved, this years, right? Study the word of God, profess being delivered, or maybe not, hmm? but find themselves in a way to where they're committing sins and frauds in life men and women, women too you know there you know there's there's ministry I'm hearing just across the board a lot of issues within the the ministry and the headship and lay members as well, right? So what is this? what is this? Brother Frank, you shared that, Remember, you were remembering a time in your life where you would give it to God, uh, the issue, the sin, but then you would, you would, wouldn't fully repent. I yeah. remember, yeah, I remember asking a question, and I think I asked you, Sister Sandy. I believe it was. Do people really know? Do they really believe God when He says in His Word about sin and issues and deliverance and salvation? Do they really believe Him? Or are they just going through the motions for the hype because they're on the pedestal, ministry's big, people are plotting,
2: they're mm-hmm. able to
0: skate through, do certain yeah. things no one you know no one will know so they think even though the word says be sure your sins will find you out
3: out. not only that also that some sins go before and some come after and he who does good sometimes we don't know till after um the ministries Mm. that we have are today everything's big everything's mega Got mega churches, you got mega concerts, you got mega everything. Amen. But there's only one mega. And if, if it's not Jesus,
2: come on. There's no
3: there's no power. So there's lots of people who are deceived
2: Amen. into believing
3: that they have found something that has, you know, met a need in their life, but they haven't found Christ. They go every Sunday they go Wednesday night, they go sometimes in between, Mm. but they aren't going to Jesus. And so, you know, we're talking about mentoring. And when we displace where Jesus is supposed to be in our lives with somebody else. Now, God uses us. I mean, in in some of the scriptures we talked about earlier before we came on that we're going to go through here, there's several times that we're told that we are to share with others. So we know that it's about community and not just about us. But when we're sharing with others, we have nothing to share if we first don't have it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to a big ministry and, you know, people come all the time. My son was saying that there was a a drummer or keyboardist, someone in their ministry who said, you know, he's been trying a long time to get into full-time ministry and have somebody pay him to do what he's doing. And I thought, hmm, you know, that's what a lot of people, that's their ideal. You know, I got to work in a Christian ministry. I got to do this. So I'm only around Christian people. um, And I need to be paid for that. First of all, I would Mm -hmm. be pretty poor if I did what I do for pay, because I can't, take what God's given me and charge somebody for that. Right.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm You're one. Right, one two. You're yeah. Right. Right. So, but when you displace Christ and his place
2: mm-hmm.
3: with brother Holland, you said you had a pastor who's been mentoring you for 18 years.
2: Amen. Uh, yeah.
3: There's people that I've been mentoring one young lady. I mentioned her last week for 17 years. She's 35 now. Uh, another young man for the past, oh, let's see, I think they've been married to, he's probably 15 years. And then another woman who uh, got saved when I was in the Navy shortly after I got saved and I've mentored her all those years and we're still close because God joins us together with like minded
0: like-minded people okay so since that we know that that's been an experience for us and we also know that that's been an example that's in the word of god uh paul mentored timothy right that's one of his mentors that that we are familiar with who who mentors pastors bishops apostles those that are on the mega circuit that are ministering to thousands of people on a regular that are on the radio and the different broadcasts that have followings that have ministries after their names that uh who ministers to them see uh if since this is the case that we need mentors because that's the example that we see in the word of God then who and what what point do we do we or should we acknowledge or confirm that even those who we uh, are pastored and shepherd under that we hear that they have a mentor too right because it's about accountability yeah If we're not being accountable, if we're held on our level of, you know, we're not a big mega church uh, pastor or minister in that way, and you know, I, I love my brothers and sisters. So we're on the level of of church. I mean, see, and that's what I think the Lord really, really intends. It's church, and yes, He gives the areas of responsibility or his church teachers and pastors and different jobs and work, deacons, deaconesses and things of that nature. But who are those pastors and who, who are those people who are in the the big in front of people all the time? Who are, who, who's mentoring them? Well,
2: Mm. let's,
0: let's go to the scriptures
3: that we, we talked about um, as a good foundation for this um in matthew chapter 11 okay so 7 through 30
0: matthew chapter 11 so we're gonna go on over here to matthew chapter 11 verses 27 through 30 and this is Mm -hmm. jesus speaking of course And he says, all Uh, things. Excuse me, I have
2: a
1: question. For some reason, my volume had went down. I'm hearing y'all very well. Can y'all hear me okay?
3: We can. We can hear you well. Okay, We can hear you. All things have been handed over to me by my father. And no one knows the son except the father. And no one knows the father except the son. And anyone to whom the son chooses to reveal him. Come to me. All things. ye who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn Mm -hmm. from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now talking about people who have to minister week after week after week, Mm -hmm. pastors, um, Sunday school teachers, particularly pastors. And that's why some of these mega churches have, four and five pastors on their staff. And, you know, somebody's always doing something, but they have taken upon themselves an authority, Mm. not necessarily walking in the way that Jesus is showing them.
4: Mm. When,
3: When you've been in a ministry where you've been told that you need to be silent because I'm the authority, I just want to look at what Jesus says here. He Mm -hmm. says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. Those are our pastors. Mm -hmm. Those are those who are working in full-time ministry. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. Mm -hmm. And you'll find rest. If I'm dealing with someone about sin in their life, or I'm dealing with a lost person, and I'm not, you know, taking them before the throne of grace and asking God to give me wisdom and I'm mm. telling them well I'm the authority and so this is what you should do da, 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 da. and there's no heart to it there's no you know but these these men of yeah. God yeah. you know they're on a pedestal and mm-hmm. women they are on a pedestal they're worried they'll fall they're worried this and they're worried that um their people should be praying for them first and foremost but they need to also Becoming to the Lord daily, daily.
0: Yeah. Laying okay, down so, the burdens before so, him. So here you go. Now, but who, you know, and I've heard of testimonies too about how uh, they people really don't have anyone to talk to, right? So who do you talk to? You can't talk to the parishioners. You can't talk to, uh, to certain people because then it gets out in the church. But who do you talk to? And how do we talk to Jesus? You you have to talk to Jesus, but then there's still who tells you that you need to talk to Jesus is the point. See, he the sent Holy- them out the Holy Spirit. Yes. And, and that's a good point, too, because even to be able to minister effectively, we need the Holy yeah. Spirit. And I think that that's something major that here's the thing. Do these men and women have the Holy Spirit or are they just up there for uh, the. Just the money. Right. Just uh, mm. the, the job. Right. So there there are seminaries are full of people who are just uh, there yes. to learn yes. so that they can go get the job to minister to where they stand in a pulpit. And there's no Holy Spirit moving. And even in the last days where we're we know that there are going to be people still left here going to church <laughs> business as usual. <laughs> because there is no uh no spirit there to where they're going to be caught away uh no holy yeah. spirit to where they're going to be raptured up right but what i'm hearing is that yes we are to go to god but then who what, what if we're hard-headed and stubborn and don't because what what's happening is people are following people that are falling right in there in the pulpit they're falling they're already down They're they're just in, in sin they're teaching there and and then they're falling and then we get discouraged people get discouraged well well is this real is this real that's the young the young saint the young babe in christ maybe it's not really real who who can i really trust if i can't trust this man and woman of god they don't know to endure and to pray for the people to hang in there. <clears throat> so, well, brother Collins, oh, where's where's accountability for the pastor and the bishop and the apostle and the prophetess and the <laughs> prophet? Oh my goodness, all the titles. Where's brother, the accountability,
3: brother Hollins? If you can, uh, the verse we discussed earlier in Galatians six, Galatians six six. Well, you you want to read that and ex- expound on that just a little bit, as we were
1: sure. Talking is- uh Galatians 6.6 6, One who is taught the word must share all good things with the one who teaches. Yes. I shared earlier that um, my pastor is good at holding me accountable. Why? Because I allow myself to. A lot of people don't like to be held accountable. You know. And and. It's like he said. It's it's like I want. It's like we hold each other accountable. That's our job. And, and I'm gonna get to that, I'm gonna get to that. But it was something you said, Sister Ann. Who are the leaders being accountable to, like the pastors, the the bishops, or however? Who, I I can't really answer that specifically. Only God knows. Like you said, Sister Sandy, the the the, the spirit knows. But I don't want to tap dance on this. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Okay. Now a farmer. Okay. Jesus said that my yoke is easy. Okay. Now when you pull in the plow, when the ox is pulling the plow, the farmer makes sure that the bull, the one that has experience is actually leading the plow because he's going to put an ox, a younger ox beside him. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while they pull in, that ox is actually mentoring, the bull ox is mentoring the young. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Jesus uses this. You got to look at it spiritually as well. You know, his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to allow him to lead me, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And I'm right there beside him, holding myself accountable as we both are pulling on this yoke. But in now come what? I'm going to find rest. Mm -hmm. But he's going to go easy on me because, you know, we talked about sheep one week, Sister Ann. Mm -hmm. And uh, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Well, I'm going to stop there. Mm -hmm. In order for me to have a shepherd, I must realize and consider myself a sheep. A sheep is what a dumb animal.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I've never seen a sheep at a circus and taught to jump through a hoop. You know what I'm that's saying? That's true. And and he knows I'm a dumb animal, and he leads me. But see, I got to allow that to happen. But back to the scripture, I just thought I'd put that in there.
0: Y'all. Yeah, that's good.
1: Uh. Um hold myself accountable to someone who's teaching me means that not only I'm sharing what I'm being taught, but I'm implementing, I'm practicing, applying application is a big thing, Mm -hmm. very big. And I'm sharing this word. The Bible calls mentorship discipleship.
3: Yes. Amen.
1: You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, I uh, shared about earlier about the Great Commission. If I'm not being obedient to the Great Commission, I'm not being, I I'm, i can't call myself a child of God. Jesus said, if mm-hmm. you love me, you'll obey what I commanded you to do.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So if I'm not obedient and making disciples or mentorship, I'm just being disobedient.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, that's Paul, not a
1: suggestion. That's a commandment from him.
0: That's right. That's right. To go. Yeah, you know, and, and Paul was saying lest he preaches to others and then him himself he himself has Be become a castaway, yeah. yeah. right. right? Right. So right. Uh, these scriptures are we know them, and we're not the big mega church bishops and apostles and all that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Do people? It's like any other temptation and I do want to just say that we're all human we're all human There is no one. I'm not pointing a finger at anyone. He that is without sin. Let him cast the first stone We are all human But I want us to to be encouraged to lift each other up so that When one falls or <clears throat> Bible scripture says, first, first Corinthians chapter 11, verse one, imitate me just as I imitate, imitate Christ. Christ, follow yeah. me as I follow Christ. That's King James, right? Do that. And if you see where the, the pastors, uh, these, these people in leadership are not imitating Christ, and you know you've read the scriptures okay we know to pray for them we know to undergird them in prayer and maybe even like what you just shared look follow along come alongside the younger ox comes alongside the older ox well what if the older ox is in trouble you know Mm
2: -hmm. so what do we you know
0: you had a question you know you keep asking
3: this question about about these pastors and mega churches and et cetera, but I have to say I've been in some churches where, you know, they talk about they want to have a disciple ministry going on. The Lord has an invisible church. He draws people to himself and then he uses those people mm. to also draw people to himself. When you ask about, well, who does a pastor have to talk to? Who does a, a, uh, um, a pastor's wife have to talk to? Because there's this. and that. God knows exactly what we need. When I was in the Navy and I was mm-hmm. out in San Diego, I was 20 years old. A newly born again Christian. And I kept saying, God, I need some fellowship. I, you know, uh, trust me, the people I was around didn't know Jesus. And one one afternoon I said, Lord, I, I really, really need some kind of fellowship. And I had gone to a Baptist church there, First Baptist Church in San Diego. And you know, they were talking about the baseball game and everything but the Lord. And I was so hungry. And I was like, how can these people just, you know, how can they talk about everything mm-hmm. but Jesus here? And the Lord said to me one day, go make your own fellowship. And I said, well, what do you mean? And I got on a city bus after church one day and I uh, went downtown towards the zoo, the San Diego zoo. That's what all the Navy folks did. You know, on a Sunday we'd we'd go to church if we were churchgoers and, and then we'd get on the bus and we'd go to the zoo and walk around. And I was on that bus and I was singing a Maranatha praise song. That's way back, way back.
2: And I was singing
3: it not too loudly. But I wasn't singing it to hide. I was just trying to have joy in the Lord.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: I had an empty seat next to me. And all of a sudden, a young man came up, sat down next to me, and started singing the harmony of the song I was singing. And uh, introduced himself to me. He was also a Navy boy. His name was Eric Erickson. So remember, this has been 45 years ago. Mm-hmm. And we got mm-hmm. off that bus singing that song. And as we were walking along, someone else came up behind us and started singing along with us. So now we had two young men and me and that one of those young men said to me why don't we start a bible study together and boom things went from there yeah so god knows what we have need of and we bring those needs before him
2: yeah and he
3: will meet them we have to have our eyes open we can't just what we what we like to do and sister ann i wish pete was here pastor pete couldn't make it but you know pastor pete could tell you many a time that he made this or that in a message, which was a little bit, not all the time, right where it needs to be, you know, sin in the, in the multitude of words, sin wants not, you know, the more we talk, the more likely we're to say something we shouldn't.
0: Okay. That's
3: Mm -hmm. right. And, and Mm -hmm. many a time I've had to pray and say, Lord, help me to go and talk to Pete so I can, You know, talk to him about what he just said or how he just said this and how that came across. And so I'd wait at the door and then I'd and I've known Pete a long time. Mm -hmm. I'll say, "Okay, brother, let's talk about what you just said. And he'll listen (laughs) and humbly. And, you know, now sometimes he'll joke and defend himself. But most of the time he's, you know, quite open to hearing Mm -hmm. because he knows that the gift that he has is just that it's a gift. It is a gift. It's a gift yeah. that God yeah. gave us to help others. It's not for ourselves. It's okay. not to raise ourselves up. Mm-hmm. And he's done the same for me. Mm-hmm. He's come to me at times and said, Now, Sandy, you know, I just want to tell you, you know, I know you don't want to hear this. That is what we're supposed to do for one another. Galatians says this right here. Mm-hmm. Galatians chapter six, we were talking about this verse one. Mm-hmm. Brothers, if any is caught in a transgression, You who are spiritual should restore him in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourselves, lest you also be tempted. right? So we consider ourselves when the Lord tells us something and we consider before we go to somebody else about how would we want them to talk to us, right? Mm -hmm. But we would Mm -hmm. want someone to tell us. You know, I mean, Brother Hollins, if you were still only being able to be seen from here to here, you'd want me to tell you, okay, Brother Hollins, I can't see your whole face. Can you get that right? We do do that with each other spiritually Mm. and we have to be willing to suffer that maybe that person is not gonna like to hear what we have to say. And maybe we don't say it the right way sometimes. And then we have to go back, even though we, I had to go to to a person once, I was in in, uh, Kentucky. We were in a Bible college. It was called the Mountain Preacher School. And there was a woman there and she's a really nice lady, but she had some issues growing up. And so the way she treated her 13-year-old daughter was just not very, very nice.
4: Mm -hmm. And Mm. I
3: had some you know, not very nice experiences when I was growing up. And so I thought I need to talk to this woman about her daughter and how she talks to her in front of people. Okay. So So
0: you shared, you shared to, to help, help. But did, did did she receive it? Did she, or did she want to know? See, she did not receive it. She didn't receive it. She didn't want to know, Mm -hmm. but
3: you know, we were at a chapel and, uh, we were talking about a ladies meeting that we were Mm -hmm. getting ready to have. And I said to her, Hey, why don't you bring your daughter with you? That was my way of, you know, Mm -hmm. Hey, maybe, you know, they can start becoming, you know, and she said, well, this may be selfish, but that's my time.
0: And Mm. I thought, well,
3: that is selfish, but I didn't say that right away. Mm -hmm. I just said to her, well, you should bring her. Well, she was not happy. She turned up, she got right out of chapel and went out, went outside and I thought, Oh no, she was not happy with me. And when I saw her six foot something husband and I said, uh, could you tell me where your wife is? And he said, Oh, she doesn't want to talk to you right now. So I prayed about that and prayed about that and prayed about that. And the Lord said to me, well, you know, if a brother, if you offend a brother, you got to go to him, you know, mm-hmm. you yeah, get it right. And so, Right. And take, I, I thought, what do I have to give? And we were poor. We were living in a trailer on top of this mountain. You know, we had to pray in our food when we were in Bible college. And so yeah. I found a pickle jar. Somebody had given me a homemade pickles and it had a real pretty ribbon on it and everything. And I said, I prayed and I said, Lord, you say that I'm supposed to go to them. And if they don't receive it, then take a brother with you. I don't have a brother with me right now. I've already gone to her once. She doesn't want to talk. To me, I'm going to go over to her house and I'm going to knock on her door. Please help me. He provided someone else to be there so that there was a witness. Mm -hmm. When I Mm -hmm. knocked on her door and she saw it was me, she smiled till she saw it was me, and then she just kind of pushed the door open to let me come in while she went back in talking to the ladies, which apparently they had been talking about me.
2: Mm -hmm. But God was (laughs) setting this thing up, and I said
3: to her, Nora, I'm bringing you this gift, and I just want to tell you something. I'm really sorry that when I spoke to you about your daughter, that it wasn't in a place that wasn't around a bunch of people. Now, mm-hmm. I couldn't take back what I said because it was true. Mm-hmm. She needed to mm-hmm. be, you know, involving her daughter in things.
0: Yeah, But she yeah. was
2: offended. But, and
0: but I didn't still, have enough discussion. So maybe the prayer part. So what I heard you say is that you prayed because there was an issue. Okay, God, she didn't receive it. What do I do? So maybe right. the yeah. wisdom comes in. Pray before we go minister. Right? And right. then pray to the point to where you're sure. You know, because I, I can't get the speck out of my brother's eye until I get the big beam out of my own eye.
2: Yeah. But right? you have Telephone to remember-
0: you have to remember though, that yeah. they don't always receive it. And well,
3: even as true. I stood in her house that day with the pickles, yeah. she still did not receive it. Okay, okay. and It was two yeah. months, uh-huh. two months went by uh-huh. that we went to school, we went to class every day and she would not even look at me.
0: Right. And right. on my birthday,
3: mm. two months later, she sent me a card on my birthday to my school mailbox Mm -hmm. did not hand it to me in person. And that was her way of saying, okay, I'm over it and we'll be okay now. And I had to either accept that or not. Now I could have made a big, but that's not what we do. But that's what happens with pastors, Mm -hmm. pastors and people who are, you know, the preeminent people. Her husband was already a pastor. My husband was not already a pastor. And so they had something they thought that maybe we shouldn't, you know, have the uh, right to come and talk and right to say something to them. Mm -hmm. But as Mm -hmm. children of God, we have to be willing to be vulnerable So that we're doing what he asks of us to do. It hurt. I went home and cried. Mm -hmm. And I said, Mm -hmm. Lord, that really hurt. And the Lord said to me, yep, you're learning because it is in those times that we're willing to suffer Mm -hmm. for righteousness sake Mm -hmm. that we grow and we become more humble. And then we know how to help other people. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I never cut her off though. Mm -hmm. She hurt me. And Mm -hmm. though the words she said in front of all those people
0: were not kind. Yeah. But I still had to experience those things too. And yes. So the, the thing when we see, or, you know, when we see follow me, follow me as I follow Christ, Christ. right. And we see that they're not imitating Christ. We are prayerful. So that's one thing that we can do is be prayerful and then ask the Lord what to do. That's what we can do. But for the pastor, the prophet, the apostle, the the one that may already be in trouble. Okay, what we're saying is the word is already shared. Go to God. Go to God for yourself go to God and then ask him he will lead and direct someone to minister to you is it wise for pastors and apostles is it wise for them not to have accountability partners and mentors in the first place I don't think so I I I don't don't think think it is but you know
3: brother Hollins um yeah I think that there are a lot of churches that have the accountability board. You know, there's a board for the churches. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: They meet and et cetera. But some of them are just as blind as can be. So if the blind lead lead the blind and they all fall into the ditch,
2: to what the do you ditch. have? Yeah, You have
3: a bunch yeah. of blind people. And again, the, the solution to this is not something we can intellectually um, fix.
2: Mm-hmm. It okay. has to be. Spirit, Holy point. Spirit, yeah. repentance, Again,
3: spirit man. My, yeah, it, it, In first, uh, in, in Galatians 6, where we're reading here, where it says, bear one another's burdens mm-hmm. and so fulfill the law of Christ. But if someone's got, someone's doing something wrong, they don't perceive it as a burden, but it becomes our burden. And I say the person to go to talk to somebody, and I've had people come to me and say this and this and this. And I say, hmm, well, the Lord revealed that to you, mm-hmm. not to me. And so I think it's something you need to pray about since you're their friend. And if God revealed it to mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. then you're the one who's going to have to bring it to them, not me. Now,
0: oh, that's, that's that, how we teach someone else to grow. Well, well that's true. But here, here we go. Here we go. I and mean, we're talking about discipleship here, too. And mm-hmm. that right there is is a... It's a subject that I don't think enough is taught or encouraged or preached on, you know, go ye and teach the disciples, teach and make disciples. Right. So that's that's our job. If we don't share and I just want to kind of give a little segue here. If we don't share who we love, if we don't tell about salvation and the, the gospel of Jesus Christ with our lives, with each other, with mentoring our families, or sharing, and at least witnessing to our families, friends, and loved ones until we grow and develop to where we can witness to others. Mm-hmm. I believe that's a sin state. I don't. I don't. I. Don't, I believe that's sin because that's straight disobedience from what he said to do in yeah. Matthew twenty-eight. Yes, <laughs> but you, but you cannot
3: do it if he if you're not walking with him.
0: True. And that's, that's, that's the key to walk with him, uh, be, be, be able to be discipled by him, by the Lord. Right. Right. And this is why church is so important. People want to say church is not, you know, I can just go to church right here in my living room and see even the enemy knows the power of, of commune, the community and the fellowship of, of one another, the saints in the church, we've dwindled in numbers when it comes we have mega churches still true but even still there's there's still the the appreciation and the acceptance of coming together in the, in church has been yeah it, it, it there's a problem there because i can tell that even the churches that i go to back in the day was packed now it's not right same church same ministry wonderful uh uh Uh, Pastors, the legacy and heritage of the ministry, you know, we're no issues here and still the churches are not as full so uh, You know, if we're not doing our job as making disciples, then we're in a bad state So this is why these conversations are important, you know, this is why discipleship and to talk about what do we do? Okay, so part of being a disciple and what i'm hearing is that you also need to be able to, in love, approach someone when they're not doing what they need to do. Well, what about the pastor? Here's what we used to do. If we saw that there was an issue with a brother or sister, we would just go tell the pastor or share with the pastor our concern. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't even think we do Mm -hmm. that anymore. But, you know, the scripture says if
3: the scripture says that you are to go. You are to take that to that person. See, Mm -hmm. you know, we grew up a a whole bunch of babies who sit on the pew every Sunday Mm -hmm. and they call the pastor about everything. That's not discipling. Mm -hmm. That is not discipling. The church is supposed to be able to function each member with the gifts God has given them. The pastor has a gift. It's to pastor. Mm -hmm. It's to make sure the sheep, you know, stay where they're supposed to and don't go off the cliff. That's a gift. But the rest of the gifts are in the church as well. And each Christian is not doing their job with the gift that God has given them. Then we have this totally unbalanced picture of what Christianity is is like. And babies, again, are being fed by the bottle instead of eating meat, the meat of the word, Mm -hmm. because
0: they're not exercising the word true but what about what about the pastor knowing the parishioner the saint the brother the sister better than i do right because a lot of times people can go share will go share with the pastor things that they're going through so and then they have a legacy a heritage of being at the particular church for a long time so if there's something that i'm having to deal with and it's like oh they're not being cool this this, i you know saw them do this or they're doing that or you know whatever they're being mean whatever and and then i go say something to them you know there, and i see the scripture but would that cause would that cause issue?
4: Even
0: within the church,
3: even within the church, because you have. -hmm. Sure. And and it does because of the way we think. Now, Mm. I don't want to offend you, Sister Ann, but when, you know, since I've been a Christian, I've been placed in some very interesting positions at different times. Mm -hmm. And there's times that I thought, how in the world am I going to teach anybody this or that or this? And, you know, the way I've learned to teach them. Is that if I'm walking with the Lord, He's going to give me biblical wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I never have to worry. If you come to me and ask me something, I'm never going to give you my opinion. I'm never. going to say that time. is
0: that is the main that is the main point too. That, that is, is the truth, main point. So everybody have has word an in us to where we can share the word and not our opinion about the yes. word. But and that's if, if someone comes to you. What if they don't come to you? Right, but that's what I'm saying. Did God put look? If you saw
3: someone in sin, Mm -hmm. right, and you believe the Lord showed that to you, your job as a Christian I don't care if you're not the pastor, I don't care if you never taught a Sunday school class. Mm -hmm. As Christians, we're supposed to love each other enough to speak the truth to one another in love. If we are actually fellowshipping, in the Lord, like we should, instead of just coming on Sunday morning, and seeing how pretty we're all dressed and what nice mm-hmm. hats we have on, then we're not close enough to any of our people really to go to and them. That and there them. is
0: the point too of what this separation and, and COVID keeping us out of the church. We can't come collectively together to be able to be approachable. A lot of times I don't, you know, what would get me out of bed on Sundays was that, okay, I'm tired. I really, I'd love to lay here. Can't do it. Someone at church may need me. That would would be the first thing that would come to my mind. Because of the gift that you have. So I would get dressed just to go. Right. For someone else, right? Now- And that's right. So and and that's mentorship. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we're really doing justice to this subject today. I want to make sure that we're answering the questions and being effective. So we're we're stating, look, pastor, pastors, if you have a vice, if there's sin in your life, if there's something that you're hiding. Just know the scripture says, be sure your sins will find you out. And know know that God too has given, uh, given the the scripture of where we're to come and minister to you in love. God will send someone to minister to you, but you reach out to make it ask God to help you. If you have an issue, because he, Paul says look that he would preach to others and that he himself would become a castaway that was one of his concerns and fears he didn't want to be lost while he's preaching to someone else for someone else to be saved so well, let's, the-
3: t- let's let's bring out the scripture in Galatians 6 again because mm-hmm. the only way we can do justice to this topic is to make sure it's biblical
2: mm-hmm. and
3: if if a pastor or whoever he so
0: thinks he might be He's really mm-hmm. nothing, you know, to the Lord. We're that's all, that's, what, that's true. All. And that's right. what the scripture says. So let me go ahead and read this and I'll read it in amplified all the way to 10. Okay. Yeah. okay. Let's yeah. do that. Okay. Brethren, if any person is overtaken in misconduct or sin of any sort, you are, you who are spiritual, who are responsive to and controlled by the spirit. And that's capitalized. That's the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. Should set him right and restore him and reinstate him without any sense of superiority and with all gentleness, keeping an attentive eye on yourself. Lest you should be tempted also bear, endure, carry one another's burdens and troublesome moral faults. And in this way, fulfill and observe Perfectly the law of Christ the Messiah and complete what is lacking in your obedience to it For if any person thinks himself to be somebody too important to Condescend to shoulder another's load When he is nobody of superiority Mm. except in his own Estimation he deceives and deludes and cheats himself But let every person carefully scrutinize and examine and test his own conduct and his own work. He can then have the personal satisfaction and joy of doing something commendable in itself alone without resorting to boastful comparison with his neighbor. For every person will have to bear, be equal to understanding and calmly receive his own little load of oppressive faults. Let him who receives instruction in the word of God share all good things with the teacher contributing to his support. Do not be deceived and delude, deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be sneered at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by mere pre- pretentious pretensions or professions or by his precepts being set aside he is he inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude god for whatever a man sows that and that only is what he will reap for he who sows to his own flesh lower nature sensuality will from the flesh reap decay and ruin and destruction But he who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life and let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. So then. As occasion and opportunity open up to us, let us do good morally to all people, not only being useful or profitable to them, but also doing what is for their spiritual good and advantage. Be mindful to a blessing, especially to those of the household of faith, those who belong to God's family with you, the believers. Let us not lose heart. That's verse nine. And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint and acting nobly and doing right for in due time. Now, see, this is the point for the young saint, the Christian, the babe in Christ. Keep doing right hmm?
4: mm-hmm.
0: or in due time and at the appointed season, you shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. Keep going. Even though you see someone that's not being strong, you keep going. God is still real. He's still real. Yes. And pray for those that are not doing what they need to do. Even those in leadership. There's a lot of that going on. A lot of that. All right, Sister Sandy, we read the scripture. All right. Brother Hollins, we read the scripture.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: And it was rich and full, wasn't it?
1: And, and it's something Sister Sandy uh said earlier in and, and it's in the scripture. It says those of you who are spiritual.
2: Mm-hmm. That means
1: um someone that, that is being led by the spirit
2: mm-hmm.
1: that has to has to a degree uh has developed spiritually, matured, and developed. If I ain't got nothing in there, I can't, you know even with gentleness and, and, and consideration, I can't share nothing with no one. If it ain't nothing in me, you
0: mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and
0: respond. That's verse one. Brethren, if any person is overtaken in misconduct or sin of any sort, you who are spiritual, who are responsive to and controlled by the spirit. And that's by capitalized spirit. by the Holy Ghost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Set him right and restore him, restore and reinstate him. So we have to have the Holy Ghost, guys. Have That's to. right. But the
3: thing is, is we're not the judge of that. Paul even says, Paul even says, if I examine myself and I look like I'm OK, I'm still not acquitted of any, any wrongdoing yeah. doing mm-hmm. because I'm I'm blind to me sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think I'm all right
3: right exactly yeah yeah
1: yeah right yeah but
3: here's how the thing uh when you say you who are spiritually minded you're the one who should restore that person that's why i said earlier Mm -hmm. that if somebody comes to me and i have an example somebody a young man i've been mentoring for quite a few years and he's 35 years old has a couple kids sent me a text this past week and you know was telling me, well, you know, how in the world do these people, they think they're being used by God? How can they be used God if this, this, and this, and this? And I said, oh, Um, so now you're you're their judge, right? I'm Mm -hmm. not saying you haven't seen something that's wrong, Mm -hmm. but the way Mm -hmm. that you're approaching it puts you in the same category that you have them in.
4: Mm -hmm. So
3: what I think you need to do is ask yourself, what would God have me to do? When I've seen this, instead of saying right away, God's not working through those people because look at how they're acting. Look what they did.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: But but what about your life? Mm -hmm. So if God showed you this, I said, what you need to do then is pray and you need to go to them and talk to them about it. Well, I did once before. But what do you do when it's a they're part of a whole group now? Oh, Oh, so now it's the whole church, apparently. But I'll just let's pretend it's just one little group. I said, Mm -hmm. well, then you go to the leader of that group and you speak to them. But see, you can't just come to me, even if I was the pastor and say that I should go deal with it. That's the world's way of dealing with things. No, we -hmm. do these things quietly. Sister Ann, if I have a problem with you, you're going to hear from me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hear from you. And if mm-hmm. that doesn't work, I'm gonna pray, and then I'm gonna say,
0: Lord, who should I get to go with me? If I have an issue with you, Sister Sandy, I'm gonna pray first because truth <laughs> is, Amen. I'm not trying to get yeah. in no one's face. I have so many <laughs> things I'm trying to do. I have hmm. so many issues of my own. I know what what the Lord has saved me from. I know what I'm dealing with. Look, I'm not trying to focus on you. I'm not trying to do right. it, but. I'm gonna pray first. If I see right. that there's something yeah, yeah. life threatening or soul soul issue, right, right, maybe that that is life threatening, isn't it? If someone yes. is yeah. in sin, yeah. you know, how are we looking at this? You know, it is life threatening.
2: And uh, Galatians
0: six ten says, "So then, mm-hmm. as
3: we have opportunity, let yes. us do open." Open that, up to us. The point that's is, we it. do have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. God always opens up a door of opportunity when always we're really desiring to serve. Right,
1: right. And
3: we if cannot we not pray, say, mm-hmm. that's right. We so if we're seeking, you know, remember what happened to Elijah up in that cave.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And the Lord said, Elijah, what are you doing here? What, oh, Lord? I'm only one left. Mm-hmm. See, that's where we and get.
1: They want to kill me.
3: Yeah. yeah. The pastor's yeah. not walking right. The sister's not walking right. The, I'm the only one left. Well, we have a problem. Let's look at the mirror. Open mm-hmm. that Bible. Open yeah. that Bible. Yeah, You're not yeah. the only one. There's plenty. God mm-hmm. is able, right? Mm-hmm. And so if Amen. it's the pastor or if it's, you know, Sister Ann, when I was in the Navy, uh, I had, you know, I had a job when I was uh in my A school where, you know, for a week we went, we had to do everybody's x-rays. Not like now, you know, now you actually had to do an x-ray and you had to, you know, print the x-ray out to read mm-hmm. it and all that. Mm-hmm. And I had a commander, lieutenant commander, Navy commander, who was a chaplain who came to my chair and I had to x-ray mm-hmm. him. And as I was bringing him the x-ray room, saw he was a chaplain, had his little thing on his his uh, collar. And so I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to ask him. Cause I'd already noticed in boot camp there were some chaplains there who didn't know Jesus. Mm. So I, I could Is tell by right? what they were saying. Oh, oh right. many of them. And so I said to this, I had a little nothing. I was like an E2. And I said to this uh, chaplain who was a uh, lu- uh, Lieutenant commander, I said, sir, are you a Christian? And he said, what do you mean? I'm a chaplain. I said, I know, but are you born again? What Bible are you reading? See. mm, Yeah. So see, I had another experience. Got on a bus in San Diego to go Mm -hmm. all the way back to my first duty station in Virginia and didn't want to get there too fast. Mm
2: -hmm. And on
3: that bus, a young man sat down right next to me. And Lord said, start talking to him about me. So I started talking to him, introduced myself. He had just graduated from a Lutheran seminary. He was going to take his first church. And I said to him, have you been born again? What do you mean?
4: Hmm. He didn't
3: even know what I meant. We mm-hmm. can never assume.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't care. If it's Good a point. I
3: don't care. And I'll tell you Good one point. more story, real quick mm-hmm. story. I was in the church in Illinois. It was the fastest growing Baptist church in Southern Illinois at the time. This has been about 15 years ago now, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. And that young pastor who was up there had gone to Liberty University where I teach history, all right, and became a pastor. Went back to Southern Illinois, opened up a church, was a hellfire and brimstone preacher. Well, that Mm. hellfire and brimstone preacher had a wife and a couple kids. And one day he got up in that pulpit on a a Wednesday uh, evening and he said, I have to tell the church something. Carrie didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Carrie didn't like his preaching. It was too, and, and Carrie likes hard
0: preaching, but there was mm-hmm. just
3: something about him. Carrie couldn't. Now, my Carrie
0: husband, is your husband. Yes. Yes. Okay.
3: Some's not right. We here, need to get him
0: on, too. It'll be yes. very interesting when we do. Well, if you can get him too yeah, it would be interesting.
3: Uh, but, but anyway, to make a long story short, this young man, when he stood up there in the pulpit on Wednesday night, he said, I have to confess something to all of you, and I will understand if you want me to resign. Now he'd been pastoring that church for about five years. It had grown, mm. was a huge building now. People were coming. He was on the radio. He said, I went to a conference, that pastor's conference that the church sent me to last week. He said, and uh, that pastor got up there and he was telling us that, you know, some of you out here, you're pastors and you have never even been born again. Mm. And he said, God started speaking to him. And mm. whatever, that, whatever that speaker said, that's what Rick was saying to himself. Whatever that, pe- you know, he kept saying, but that can't be me. I got the fastest growing church, et cetera. And he said, The Lord, he, he left that church the that point. night, he that's driving the point. back home. He was on his way on a country road and he pulled the car over and just started weeping because he said, God said to me, Rick, that's you. You have never bowed the knee, you have never really met me. But he mm. wanted to be a to be a preacher he wanted he, from the time he was in high school you know and he was in church and he was in youth group he wanted to be a preacher he went off to liberty university he got a degree had a wonderful way of speaking but he didn't have the holy spirit he mm-hmm. wasn't born again now mm-hmm. the first thing that happened after he did that the old deacon came up to him and he said we need to go to lunch because i think you're confused you were already saved and he said no nope. he got back up there on sunday morning and he said church i'm going to tell you brother so-and-so who also ran a a Christian radio show Mm -hmm. there in Southern Illinois has tried to convince me that what I did, I was already saved. He said, but I know the difference and you know what? We all know the difference too because he started getting up on Sunday mornings and preaching from that pulpit and he was still preaching hard, but he couldn't go through an entire message without weeping Mm -hmm. and his life changed Mm -hmm. and the people in his church changed. And people started seeing things that they couldn't see before because, you know, we can all get up there. We have gifts to talk. I mean, mm-hmm. people make millions with their ability to talk. Yeah. With Mr. Trump, right. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that the Lord is in it. Make sure we, you're saved. Make sure you're yeah. saved. Yeah. Key point. Yeah. Key point. And don't, and don't assume that the person that you're having a hard time with who doesn't understand is saved. If you're mentoring someone and they can't get what you're saying, they can't understand. You need to stay in the word and in prayer and always speak the truth to them in Mm -hmm. love. It's Mm -hmm. it's really difficult when you start getting that close to someone and you're getting close to that door. They've kept shut from Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. then they really get then you're really having a hard time because, you know, you become the target. That's why so few people mentor. It costs so much. It hurts so much. It's it's
0: a tough job. It really is. is. It is, uh, and that's
3: why no one wants to do it. And that's why Galatians mm. 6, Paul says, Let us not grow weary of well doing, mm-hmm. for in due season we shall reap if we don't faint. Don't faint. If we
1: don't yeah, mm-hmm. we don't faint. Amen.
3: Amen. So don't but we have to be willing
2: courage.
3: to do the hard stuff. We have to be willing to put ourselves out there. You know, we have people who and I see the memes on Facebook all the time that I'm I'm not gonna be around toxic people. Toxic people. Well, God asked us to be around toxic people. Toxic yeah. people need Jesus. That's how they become not toxic. We toxic. were
0: all toxic. Amen. Well, uh,
1: Amen. Yes.
0: Amen. Yes. Amen. But we you know, are. That's
1: who Jesus hung out with.
0: Minutes. He hung out with toxic people. But I think sure did. he came
1: for yeah. yeah. The, yes. yes,
0: you were right, brother Frank. And, but and and then he hung out with the toxic, and then those that wanted to changed that were more curious, mm-hmm. those that they gleaned from him, the more he hung out, the more that they started hanging out and in, in being wanting to he know decide- him more. Being he disciple. Did. They wanted That's to be right. disciple. He called he them and that, they came. Uh,
1: intimate That's relationship right. with
0: him. Yes. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. That teacher. You know, God Paul awesome. even
1: tells Timothy, you know, and I, I take this personally I, I need to pay close attention to myself hmm You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I know y'all probably heard this, and it's it's more, th- uh, more than a cliche with me, is that uh, the Jesus somebody may ever see would be in us.
4: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I mean?
3: Sometimes that is the only Jesus they will ever see. Amen.
1: Yeah, amen. And That's, the only yeah.
3: Bible they'll ever read. That's right.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, praise God that That uh, we have the heart to to be saved and want to get to know him. And we want others to be saved. And we've we've looked at Galatians chapter six verses one through ten. And we understand how to minister to someone in love. We understand that the Holy Spirit is super important without the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Well, what, what else is that's who keeps us is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So being filled with the Holy spirit is essential, making sure that you you're saved. I've heard of many testimonies uh, about where people were in their walk with life in a walk with God. And they, they found they really weren't saved and they were trying to skate their way through because they were gifted. Uh, Mm. One that I can think of right now that comes to mind, comes to heart. But, but in that, when we know that God, he, he's a prayer answering God. And we're going yeah. to be sure that when we speak with someone that it is in love and we're going to look for the opportunities. just like he says to look for the occasion, see uh, the yes. right opportunities. That's going to be super important so that the person God will already fix the heart where they will receive in love. Yes, it is our job. Som- yes, not sometimes, Amen. but the way the word says, right, it yes. is our job to yes. minister in that way whether they're going to be offended or not i'm not the most popular person in the world no i'm not it, i'm not the most popular especially with my kids it's like oh what my Ma- mama please please you know but we're going to say what's right we're going to pray for them we're going and to if the body would then. do
3: what the body should be doing mm-hmm, and not competing mm-hmm. with one another for the spot they don't belong in mm-hmm. let's can we finish up with second timothy and sure. read that through. Let's, let's do that. Let's do 2 Timothy. All right, 2 Timothy 2, starting with one through four, it says, Thou therefore my son, and this is Paul mentoring Timothy, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit you to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. Now there's a few things that we see in there very quickly. One is grace. Grace, Timothy, you need to go to the throne of grace and you need to give that grace to others. Things that you've heard about me, among many
0: other witnesses, share to faithful, spiritual blessings. And now see, here's a, that, that word grace, spiritual blessing. So God's mm-hmm. going to give you the strength. See, that's the grace that, that we need to understand. God will give us the spiritual blessing, the strength to yes. do it. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. yes. And, and the grace
3: to overcome when we fail that grace to get Amen. back up, because our heart is still willing to endure hardness, as he says in verse three, as a good soldier. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. this thing that I want to bring out here, and no man that wareth entangleth himself, it shows that it's a spiritual, we're in a spiritual war, and it's a spiritual war. So therefore, we're blind in so many ways, because, you know, we all have different gifts of the spirit, and we all have different walks that we we haven't grown as we should, or we haven't matured completely as we should. But it has to be one on a spiritual level. It cannot be, you know. We were right. talking about um, Brother Hollins. We were talking about people that, you know, when you work with the homeless and you know the twelve step program, and you know, there's so many good programs people come up with, but there's no program like the Holy Spirit. The Amen. Holy Spirit is the one who comes in. <sighs> And ministers to people's hearts in a way that we can't because it is a spiritual battle.
0: And the 12 steps in themselves are from the word of God. They are. The 12 steps. Number one, honesty. Yes. Number two, faith. Number three, surrender. Number four, soul searching. Number five, integrity. Number six, acceptance. Number seven, Mm. humility. Number eight, willingness number 9 forgiveness number 10 maintenance number 11 making contact and number 12 service, service. now yeah now yeah. yes but all of those things to have
3: the power to do them comes from God. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can will all that we want, but mm-hmm. we will fall right on our face apart from the grace and the spirit and the power gotcha. of God. That's right. And it, verse it 22 here, Second yeah. yeah. Timothy yeah. 2. Let's see, he talks about these spiritual things in the spiritual aspect in a different way than the 12 steps, but similar. He says, so he's talking to Timothy. He's a pastor, right? Timothy's mm-hmm. a pastor. Mm-hmm. So flee youthful passions. Now, part of the youthful passions, you know, we always think of sex or, or drugs, but he's talking about passions to be like maybe the head honcho pastor, uh-huh. like being the authority, like making sure that people, you know, listen to what you're saying. And Timothy was young. He had a hard yes, time. He, he was, was talking to older people. He was, you know, and, and Paul had said to him, don't let any man despise your youth. But the way to not have him despise it is by living right. And so he says to him, flee youthful passions and uh-huh. pursue righteousness Mm -hmm. so there's a negative to flee Mm -hmm. and there's a positive to pursue pursue righteousness faith love and peace along with those who call on the lord from a pure heart Mm
2: -hmm. so Mm -hmm.
3: we're to search out those people that are hungry we're to search out those people that are trying to walk with the lord we search them out the other ones find us i mean we're always tripping over the ones who are you know tripping themselves up and trying to trip us up
2: Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. says
3: have nothing to do. Verse twenty-three. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. Don't mm-hmm. let those people trip you up. They want to argue about all these doctrines. They want to argue about you know whether this, whether you can mm-hmm. sit sit on the uh, pole for twenty-two days and not eat anything and get closer to God. All kinds of foolishness. And he says, yeah. don't have anything yeah. to do with that because they breed quarrels. Mm-hmm. We're not the quarreling people. And the Lord's servant, listen. 24 says, the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patient, enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, Mm -hmm. leading to a knowledge of the truth. I want to tell somebody that they're not walking with God. I want to make sure they see the truth so that they can be delivered. Then I need to dwell with them in a gentle with a gentle uh-huh. spirit patiently and when they're yelling at me i
0: don't go there i don't let yeah. them bring me into quarrels and yeah, it's going, not I'm about
1: a debate reason. it
0: isn't yet, it, but in this too yeah. is for this is to pick timothy so this as a pastor timothy these were the virtues these are the the things that you're to follow too yes. but then too, not yeah. just for timothy he's a pastor yes but Follow me as I follow Christ. We're all going the same way, and we're Amen. all needing to be able to minister so that we can disciple others. Mentor, what we, we call it, we're calling it mentor, but it's really discipleship. Yes. That's what we're called yes. to do. Amen. And yes, if we're going to follow the twelve steps, that's if that's what the world calls it. Just know that every single one of those points came from the Word of God. But the most important thing is to get saved. And I tell my kids all the time. Get saved and stay saved, huh? Get saved, get that Holy Spirit. Yeah. Get the Holy Spirit to lead and guide and keep you so that you can overcome and persevere through Mm
3: -hmm. in victory. Amen. And that verse 25 God may perhaps grant them repentance, Mm -hmm. leading to a knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him. To do his will. We have to remember we were there one time. Yes. And we have to remember it, that same yeah, time yeah. to capture these people, <clears throat> to keep them in bondage. But our job is to deal with them gently, to live the way we're supposed to live, to endure their their evilness so that we, you know, we don't say, Well, he's come here before. I'm not opening the door to him to, to him again. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, they're ensnared. Mm-hmm. This is a spiritual battle. This is spiritual warfare. And those of us who know him. We're supposed to be part of letting him work through us. He is the power. You know, Sister yeah. Ann, I didn't save myself. I can't keep myself saved. Only Jesus can. And I
1: have to continually walk yeah. with him.
3: And then he can draw others to himself through me. But without him,
0: we can do nothing. We can Amen. do nothing. None. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's praise the Lord a little bit. Ah. Let's give him some glory. Let's lift him up, huh? Let's give him some praise. That's (laughs) right.
2: (laughs) Look
4: out!
0: How you gonna bring your camera? I need to bring it. I know. For Jesus, or what?
1: You think he's not when he is? (laughs) 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 Amen.
0: Right, thank you, Jesus. He is so worthy, so worthy to be praised.
1: I just so worthy
0: to be praised. Yeah, Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you, Lord, Brother Hollins. Yes, ma'am. Praise God for you.
1: Well, I Can thank you... God for Jesus for both of you, sisters, for real. <laughs>
2: Amen.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We we went in a little bit, guys. We we got a little deep. We you know got a little perspiration there, huh? We yeah,
2: read it got a
0: scripture. It. Yeah, God heated. We're passionate about the word, but we love each other. I tell you, I love this sister, I love this brother. We're gonna we're gonna keep, and that's where we're we're talking and discussing the work that that's who we're passionate passionate about we want to make sure we have this thing
2: right amen that's right huh? yeah
1: yeah Andrew. yeah and mm-hmm. and you know it's about progress you know practice don't make perfect you know uh it it just just gets you know it makes things better you it know makes,
0: what i mean makes it better because yeah right, yeah, it's i got, you. I got yeah. you brother hollins can you pray pray with us pray for sure, us today sure. thank you
1: most gracious Heavenly Father, uh, in the mighty name of your Son, our Savior Jesus, we, we come humbly before your Your holy, righteous, pure, and undefiled presence, Heavenly Father. We just want to just say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Uh, you didn't have to, but you woke us up this morning. You uh, breathed the breath of life in our nostrils, and we didn't just wake up on our own volition, Father. And We just recognize you. Uh, who you are not what you've done so father as we leave this this uh assembly Amen. father we just ask that we continually um stay surrendered and submissive and Amen. subject to the power of you and the guidance of your holy spirit father Thank you, father we okay. just don't wanna we don't want to grieve you we just want to glorify you in any and everything we Thank do and
2: jesus. say jesus
1: so father once again we're We just want to be careful and anxious to always give you all the glory and praise you much richly deserve. And in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. You know, we can go some more. I tell you, we there's some some scriptures we can crack open and do some more. We can turn some more praise music on. We can do it. But, you know, folks are going to get up and be about uh, the, our father's business Get up and do some Amen. church tomorrow Amen. Don't yeah. forget to set your clock
2: Forward oh, right.
0: Thanks for Tomorrow Spring yeah. forward
1: Amen yeah. You yeah. sisters be blessed and safe in Christ as always Love y'all You Love
0: too, you too. You too. God bless you God bless you guys uh, Thank you for joining today uh, We're talking about discipleship We're wanting to make sure we're doing it right we're wanting to make sure that we're yeah. glorifying God. Stay prayerful, stay prayerful, stay in his word. That's what this time is is about. Look, on the go for him, Look, we're going to get in this word and talk about what he says so that we can put it in our minds and hide it in our hearts and mm-hmm. be victorious so that we don't sin against him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do. Thank you, Sister Sandy. Thank you, Brother Frank. And You're welcome. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Thank you, thank you for joining. And uh, we'll we'll definitely uh, if I don't see you later, I'll, I'll see you in heaven. That's the that's the plan, isn't it? Mm-hmm. God willing, yeah. We yeah. want to go to heaven. That's where we want to be. And yeah. uh, that that's the whole the whole idea about it, to make Amen. this life and to and to have people be blessed and and with Him forever at peace. God bless you guys. We'll we'll see you next time.